Okay, I guess we get this show started. Super Duty Tough Work. Word. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Y'all know who we are. Yeah, we here. Y'all know what we came to do. Y'all know. How long we been doing this? Here? Bullet points and such. On <laughs> time. Bop, 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 bop. They know what it is. <laughs> Got that thing on me. Loaded with bullet yeah. points. <laughs> you know. Ten hot was in the chamber for any mind one test. Always, yes. Any mind one test. <laughs> any mind, any mind one test. Ten bullet points in the your bumper quad. <laughs> one test champion bullet point sound man. <laughs> the number one bad boy at the bullet oh, point shit. man. You don't want no problem. You don't want fuck with me man. Me bring ten hot one to the jam. And this week, you know, we're going to talk about things. This is going to be a, a little bit of a different episode, but I think one is needed. And, you know, yeah. as artists, we got this, this belief that, like, uh, money solves everything. Mm-hmm. I just had more money. I could. Yeah, just throw some money at it. Uh, that'll fix it. Money. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like like when when people really think about their problems with art, it's always money. You're like, man, if I just have more money, mm-hmm. then I could buy yeah. a million dollars in Facebook ads, and everybody would know who I was too. Right. Don't work like that, Gene. Don't work like that. No. Money is not, not I, and I'm not here to say that money is cannot help you. It can help, uh, but the the point is like there are things you can do. And there's so many things right under your nose that can help you that are cheap and or free. And many right. artists don't know because they are so busy looking at these bigger giant mountains. Like, how do I get over that thing? It's like, yo, why don't you just get this one little thing? That thing would help you so much in what you do every day. And uh, this episode is about 10 cheap things that every artist needs. And in this episode, you know, I don't think anything on this list costs more than $10, $20 cheap. Mm-hmm. And so you got no excuse. Just like we gave y'all the books and y'all went out and got the books. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get y'all the cheap things. And I need to see in the comments yeah. in the future episodes, which one of these y'all went and got and how it's working for y'all. Yeah, because they all cheap. <laughs> They are, and I, I got all of them. <laughs> I didn't even know. I thought, I thought I was gonna catch you slipping on a couple of, of these. <laughs> nah, I got all of them. <laughs> all of them. I even, I even got a. I, well, number one, I okay. even got number one, the first one. I don't even use it really, but Let's I got go. it. <laughs> Let's fucking go. See, <laughs> see, we be on sync. Yeah. I ain't even ask you about this shit. I just came with it. You was like, no, got them. Yep. Let's go. Got them. Got okay. all of them. <laughs> so, so we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous. You heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come close to. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up 
with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free huh. So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Yeah, folks, we back. Y'all know who it is. Super Duty Tough Work. Yeah. Your friendly neighborhood podcast. You know, mm-hmm. spine tingling, adventures. Swashbuckling, you know, hit him with the boom bat biff. You know, we come into the jam with all this the Batman sound effects podcasting from here to Gotham. <laughs> and so, we're talking about 10 cheap things that every artist needs. Number one, this is one I talked about on Twitter the other day, and I'm going to repeat it here. Mm-hmm. Number one is a USB mic. Now, Yes. Let me put a caveat in there. This is USB mic is not for your professional recording needs. This USB mic is so that when you do interviews via Skype, when you need a quick mic that you can plug into your laptop, when you're traveling, Mm -hmm. when you need something super cheap, Mm -hmm. but sounds way better than your phone or talking into your laptop, which I see people doing. It sounds like crap. You need a USB yep. mic. I got a USB mic yep. maybe six months ago. Not very long ago. Mm-hmm. I slept on them. I was like, eh. And then I got one simply for us making a transition into doing this video podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I spent $40 yep. on it. Sounded pretty damn good for 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, is it as nice as this mic? No. But if you're sitting at home and you're talking to people doing podcasts and all this other stuff, and you're still just using your phone, and you don't have a USB mic for for talking to people and interviews and doing podcasts and things of that nature, you're slipping, G. You're slipping. Yeah, sound quality is 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 sound quality is very important, especially when you're doing interviews, especially now since podcasts are so relevant. You know, because yes. most people. They do podcasts. So if you're going to be on an interview, if you're going to be on an interview doing a, during a podcast, it's best to have your audio as crispy as possible to give to the person for them to mix it and for people to understand what you're talking about during the interview. You know, phones cut out. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. It's, it's, it's all, it can be all bad. Wi-Fi signals can come in and out, you know, but, mm-hmm. it, but having something crystal clear. Is important. This is the joint I got. It's got a little face on it, but this is the five fine whatever the fuck. It's, it's forty dollars on Amazon mm. for those who are watching the video version of the podcast. I'm holding the mic up right now. I'm sitting it right next to my mic. It's about the same height as the joint I use. It's not quite as quality. Obviously, I wouldn't use this to record an album. But if I went on tour right. and I knew I was just recording demos, I would bring this because. Yep, scratch, scratch vocals. vocals. I just yep. rap into it, demo my vocals <clears throat> over stuff, and then I come home and I re-record because this makes it to where I don't have to bring the audio interface. I don't have to bring mm-hmm. a mic stand. 
I don't have to bring XLR yeah. cables and all that bullshit. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. USB mic, y'all. Go get you one. You cheap motherfuckers. That's very and it yeah. and there's cheaper ones too. There's there's cheaper ones than forty bucks. You could probably find I saw one, one for, for twenty that, that looked like a fifty eight. <laughs> like the fifty eight version of, the, yeah. of that thing. And uh they're they're out there. Mm-hmm. Twenty bucks. You need one. You may not realize you need one. But it's good just to have in your arsenal. And so, you know, as I prepare to go take my vacation, some time off, mm-hmm. this motherfucker coming with me. <laughs> it's coming with me. I'm not bringing this mic that I typically I would bring this mic. I bring my cable. I bring my my uh, audio interface. All of that. I don't have to do that. The mic mm-hmm. has an audio. This one has an audio interface. I plug my headphones into this. So I don't need to bring mm. an audio interface. I just plug into this motherfucker. And I'm cooking, y'all. So that's my advice to you. Number one, USB mic. Number two, monopod. Can we talk about that? Yes. How heads sleep on a monopod? They don't know. Yeah. Cats sleep on it. They, they be all up on their tri- they tripod game be proper. But what's up with the monopod, though? Sleeping, mm-hmm, see, sleeping. A, a true G has the tripod and the monopod. See, yeah, my tripod has a monopod see, built you, into G it. shit, <laughs> gangster shit, gangster shit. And it was Come only on, like man. fifty bucks. Come on, it was only fifty so bucks. Some of y'all, this is uh, for those who don't know. A monopod is is basically like a uh, a stand for your camera right monopods mm-hmm. come in various different flavors like you said they have some that are just like a pole that extends and you can raise it up and it acts as a stabilizer for your camera then you have others that have like the same thing but they have like the three feet on the bottom the tripod feet i got those mm-hmm. two that's my favorite joint yep. like you said mad burn yep. <laughs> you gotta have different flavors of these joints and what it is is you see what the monopod especially and, and i'm advocating for the monopod with tripod legs on the bottom what it does mm-hmm. is it allows you to shoot without nobody else exactly because fools be trying exactly. to put their phone on tables put their phones on shelves across the room you be out in public trying to hold your phone away from your face everyone knows it's a fucking selfie it just don't look professional Get a motherfucking right. monopod with tripod legs and they probably only cost $20, $25. Mad cheap. And mm-hmm. here's the best part. Collapsible, y'all. They collapsible. Yeah, put it in a book bag. <laughs> you fold it down and no one knows. You walk around with it. Then we shoot, uh, what was the last video we did? Uh, people who need people. What's, what song yeah, is that? Yeah. Um, I'm going to blank on the name of that. Dang, what? I forget the name of the song. The, the depth. depth yeah. yeah. The last uh, object video I did, well, the second to last one, monopod, mm-hmm. y'all, with the tripod legs. Yep. I use that for that whole music mm-hmm. video. Every shot. Um, the, the thing, too, you can use it for is like, if you don't have a stabilizer, you know, people have like the, the gimbal stabilizers, you can tighten it up and use it as like a gimbal stabilizer where your camera's on top and you just hold it in the middle of it 
and it looks smooth. It gives you mm-hmm. those smooth gimbal looking shots. This is what a monopod. See, this is cheat code. I should be charging y'all for this shit. This is too much game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what Super Duty is. You know what I'm saying? Too much game. The monopod as a gimbal. Behind the pay window. Come on, man. Hey, what's my mm-hmm. PayPal? Hit me on my PayPal. Help <laughs> at <laughs> PayPal me for this shit. You're going to thank me later. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the monopod is cheap. It stops you. I mean, you yeah, combine right. it with your with your phone that has a timer on it. Now you can take some interesting shots, especially full body shots. Imagine you walk around. Or you want to take mm-hmm. a shot in front of a building instead of asking someone else to take it for you and, and risk taking a shot that you don't like. You fuck around and say, oh, well, I'm just going to compose the shot myself. Set the timer, set up my monopod to the exact height I want it. Then. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, take the picture and you good, or the video and you good, and no yeah. one will know the fucking difference. It just looks good. Yeah. But yeah, there's different types nice of models. Clean. Nice and clean, man. I mean, look, I I have just, and I, I'm sure Logic does too. I have multiple tripods. You know what I mean? And monopods, oh, yeah. right? Definitely. Like if we were to do a scan of the room that we shoot. We're shooting the old Super Duty in. It's five joints in there. Five different tripods mm-hmm. and monopods. You can have, I have mm-hmm. one that's just super pro with the smooth swivel head joint on it that just moves like on some movie shit. And then I got little raggedy cheap joints that I got from the Goodwill. They all right because the camera ain't moving. Mm-hmm. And a monopod is right there in between. You know, they're solidly constructed. You can get one for 20 bucks. Throw your little tripod feet on it. It comes with tripod feet, which fold up and are collapsible too. And uh, get busy because there's no reason to be taking some of these whack shots or to feel like you can't get a good shot of yourself when it's so cheap. Yeah, because a lot of people, they don't don't feel like they can do a lot of stuff themselves because they don't know these little cheat codes. You know what I'm saying? Like... um, The last video I shot, I used my monopod for that. I was in Cincinnati. Um, my son had my son had um, some things he had to do there, so I dropped him off, and I just spent the day in Cincinnati going around in different spots that had graffiti, and I just had my book bag, my camera, had my monopod inside. You know what I'm saying? I see a good shot, set up the monopod. Let's go. Got the legs. It wasn't, no, it wasn't windy or anything. Cooking. Set up the shot, composed the mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Cooking. Get that aperture right, you know what I'm saying? Shutter speed, mm-hmm. crispy, you know. Nah, I mean, let's go, yeah. fly shit. Look, <laughs> this is G shit. We telling y'all. I don't know if y'all understand how G this yep. is. These are cheap things, man. Cheap things. Every artist needs yep. one. If you look around your crib and you don't have no monopod, you're slipping. You're slipping. So let's go to number slipping. three. Number three thing cheap thing that every artist needs is a phone mount for your tripod or monopod you see cats still be grabbing they f- how cats don't have <laughs> i don't know how they, they be don't doing this if you don't have one of these yeah like if you don't have one of these you really slipping because everybody shoot everything Come with their phone you know so if you don't got a little phone mount you know what i'm saying and a small little you know, i don't i don't know you know they footage be know. mad shaky I don't know, man. I don't know how What's cats up? be You see him on interview and the camera be doing this. Mm-hmm. 
how the camera look like it's it got yep. Parkinson's or some shit. The camera's shaky to the motherfucker. Because mm-hmm. you ain't got no foam mount. Now, foam mounts might be one of the cheapest things on this list. Come on, bro. You get a foam mount. You can get a pack of foam mounts. Come on, for they cheap to the motherfucker, man. <laughs> <laughs> you get a, I mean, most of them come with. Um, you buy a tripod, Say it comes with a phone mount. <laughs> you buy a monopod, it Thank comes you. with a phone. Thank mount. you. They have them in there in the little. Yep. It's a little plastic. They have. A, do I have one close? Bro, I got I, one I right here. One close. I wish I had one. I got close. one right here. Yeah. This shit for, all, for our YouTube people. You see this? It's phone mount. Mm-hmm. What is this on? Phone mount. Oh. Oh, that, I, oh, this is what we're just talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Monopod with the tripod feet, y'all. Hey. Yeah. With the phone mount. Because I be shooting myself from the other side of the room sometimes. And, uh, mm-hmm. That joint costs about $2.50, $2. No more than three. Yeah. It's got like a little clip. Easy. And it expands and it locks down on your phone and you can turn it and change your angles and all of that. But once you get your monopod thing with the feet, especially you got that, you can legit shoot some dope shots by yourself. Yes. And and a lot of people don't get it. Like, think about one thing that always kind of gets artists is press photos. Press photos, press photos, press photos. I don't know if people remember this, but on Twitter, I was talking about right when this pandemic hit, I was like, man, I'm about to just use this time to shoot some press photos. I was using my monopod and my camera and then some of my phone clip. Mm-hmm. All I was doing was moving it to different parts of the studio, different creative angles with those two cheap pieces of gear. And I've been posting them pics for nine months, 10 months, a year straight. Nobody noticed they look good. Mm-hmm. And you can do yeah. the same thing, you know, but make sure you got a phone mount because then you can actually compose the shot and it don't look like you just standing there with your arm out. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> or or you t- or you got a or you got a uh, a press pick when you in your bathroom in the mirror. Yeah, you know, with your phone. Press pick. Those like I dog, though I hate I hate those pictures. <laughs> Man, I the, those pictures piss yeah. me off so much. Oh God! It, oh man! Like my kids don't even take. Those they pictures. know better. <laughs> they know better. They I I bought them phone mounts. Like they yeah. got little little um little monopods that wow. they carry yeah, around for their phones. They got the little yeah. selfie stick joints and got the little phone mount on it. Yeah, like nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, for three dollars right. on eBay's. Uh, or, yeah. or, or Amazon. None of this stuff is expensive, and we're not trying. Look, we know that at times can be hard. We ain't trying to make nobody go broke. That's why everything on here is mad cheap. But you should have everything mm-hmm. on this list. There's nothing on here that's crazy, and so that's number three. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come right back. To all fans of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, I'm here to remind you that my fourth book is officially here. The name of the book is The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists, and the book is available right now exclusively on waitlist.net. If you're a regular listener to the show and dig what we do, then this book is a must buy. It takes all of the concepts and inspiration that we provide every week to the next level. Better yet, it analyzes the careers and lives of some of the dopest hip hop artists and breaks down the exact traits that have made them so successful. Then it takes it a step further by showing you 
how to develop those traits. For all listeners to the show, I have a special offer just for you. When you enter the coupon code SDTW, you will be given a 10% discount off the book. That's exclusively for the listeners of the show and won't be announced anywhere else. Again, coupon code SDTW gets you 10% off your copy of my new book, The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists that is available now and shipping worldwide. So if you don't have the book yet, head over to waitlist.net and order your copy today. That's all for now. Back to the show. Super duty, tough work. What can we Mm -hmm. say? Game. We back. Straight game. Get up on it. Straight game. Man game. Okay, we're talking about 10 things, 10 cheap things that every artist needs. Three down. Let's talk about number four. Number four, cloud storage. Look, I know you don't want to pay for shit. You're cool, mm-hmm. you know, using uh, the, the you send it, we transfer type shit because you don't need it very often. But let me tell you, you do this a long time, cloud storage is your friend. There's so many things that I cannot remember where I put that I have to use maybe once every year or two. People are like, yo, can I get a 1099 mm-hmm. from you? Whatever that W2 for the show, a sign <laughs> joint. I'm like, where <laughs> the fuck did I put that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on my Google Drive. I got a sign one on there too. Yeah. Let me just send this to them. Bam. Yo, <laughs> Brent, I need you doop, 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 doop. All right, got it. Man, I, I'll sell dudes beats mm-hmm. and I upload them to my drive and they'll lose them or something. Yo, can you send me that link again? Of course. Yeah, out there. And the thing is, if you got if you got Google email, you get a certain amount of Google Drive storage for free. Say it again, brother. And if you got multiple emails, if you got multiple emails, then you multiply that supply of storage. Yes. So you got Matt. If you got a Google, if you got a Gmail, you got storage. Yes, it's true. It's true. I think people uh, I've had the free ones. And, you know, obviously I got all the waitlist stuff, so mm-hmm. I have to get bigger stuff sometimes, you know, but at most I pay what, $10 a month for my Google Drive at most. Yeah. I'm, it's it's well it's worth it. I will never use all that storage they gave me. However, it's good to know it's there. Like, hey, right. you ain't going to use that, but this shit is there. 100 fucking gig. I don't even know. I'll never use it. But. Should something mm-hmm. happen and I need to back something up and I ain't got nowhere else to put it, I can put it there. Whenever I need links to send people stuff, have stuff that needs to be somewhere permanently, uh, especially business-related documents, it's good to have them in a central location. Um, so my, my recommendation to y'all is, is get some sort of cloud storage. Don't go cheap because there's certain documents that you will need <laughs> and you probably use now every month, two months, and uh, you gotta gotta have somewhere to keep that stuff, man. It's not it's it's worth it that's all i can say yeah and the, and the cool thing about especially with google drive or any of the cloud storage you can access them anywhere you have an internet connection Facts. so even if you don't have you know your personal laptop with you all you got to do is sign into your gmail yep and you can access your google drive from any computer from any from your phone 
you can access it. So if you do need to send somebody a document or resend a link to some beats or resend a link to some vocals or something, you got access to that 24-7. Yeah, Yeah, let me tell y'all, fucking Midas the Beast, friend of the show, let me tell you what this guy does. This guy records directly to his Google Drive. When when he does a verse, he just got a folder right there. He records right there automatically when he done is just uploaded he'll just hit you with the link like nah i don't he's like i don't even record nothing on my local drive no more i just record my vocals for all he just i do straight on the google shit and that shit i don't even think about it that's you know go get something to eat come back the shit be uploaded i hit him with a link yeah cool. never has to worry about losing shit like that you know or you or using up all the space on yes. your computer or your laptop yeah it's crazy man so like yeah get you some get you some cloud storage man it's worth it that's number four numero cinco number five cheap thing that all artists need a cheap light a cheap light yes just a cheap one y'all you don't gotta get no super powerful fucking uh stanley kubrick shit a cheap light I'm a, for those who are watching the, 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 the YouTube version of this, I'm going to do this real quick. I'm going to turn off this light. You see that? Let me turn it back on real quick. Y'all see that? The difference that one little fucking light made? The light is small. Mm-hmm. It's not a big light. It's right, it's right inside of my reach. It's about this big. Light probably cost me about 30 bucks, 40 bucks. Max. But there are cheaper versions of it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the light is good for stuff like this. I use it whenever I shoot anything in here now because, you know, I got a pretty good well-lit room, you know, with the track lighting up here. But even then, you want to be professional. Uh, you got to have a light so your face don't be looking all dark and crazy when you shooting. You know, there's mm-hmm. nothing worse than, than doing something great making some great content and then looking back at the footage and realizing your face is a little too dark or you throw that filter mm-hmm. on it and it just looked crazy and whack. You're like, damn, I thought I was looking good. And when I shot it, but now I'm not. And, and that can all be eliminated with one little 20, $30 cheap light that you put arms length away from your face. I have a light to my right. I have a light to my left and those lights kind of combine and make me look really natural um, with this mm-hmm. setup. But it's not, both of them cost about the same, you know, cheap little lights, but you can get a very professional look. And most people don't buy cheap lights like this because they don't know how big of a difference they actually make. So cheap lights. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. And it's a lot, it's a lot of, um, a lot of things that you can do with just a little bit of light, you know, like things, things change, like because phones are good. Phones have pretty good cameras these days, mm-hmm. but you still need light. Like yes. there's a complete difference taking a picture with your phone, you know, just regular because the phone actually has a lot of filters built into it and stuff anyway to illuminate, you know, your face and, and get rid of some of the darkness anyway. But if you add light to it, then it gives you a lot more to play with when you're editing Thank a photo you. or, you know, doing different things with the photo for you to post on Instagram, get you a little light, get Thank you a cheap light, Thank get you a cheap. And light. it's not, it ain't going to break you, man. Just get one every year. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people spend, I mean, you go out to nice somewhere, nice dinner shit. You order food 
uh, Grubhub and all that, by the time they charge you, you done spent $30, 15 on the food, fucking 10 on the delivery, whatever. You know what I mean? Especially if you order for more than one. Yeah. That's a light right there. Just get one and play around with it and trust us. It's going to make a big difference. We would not be doing this right here, you know, uh, via Zoom if we didn't have cheap lighting. We have, I have mm. professional lighting, but for a while I didn't have the little smaller mm -hmm. cheap lights to do something like this because my professional lighting, it t I got, it's so big, I can't even sit it right here by my face. <laughs> I be high, I be sweating bullets. You know how them big professional lights are? <laughs> All in my face, I be sweaty on the pocket. I ain't trying to be sweaty for y'all. I'm just trying to talk to my dude and, and share information, but I can't use pro lights in every setting. Some settings, especially if you want them to look more mm. natural, you need cheaper, smaller lights. And them lights are big. The pro yeah. lights are big. Them things are huge, and it takes yeah. time to set them up. Stands and like, shit. Just, yeah, stands and light bulbs <laughs> and all extra kind of shit. Like, just have you something you could clip yep. on something or something that's on a little stand that gives you a good... You know, a good light on your face and you'll be yep. you'll be that's fine. it. That's it. And, and you don't spend that much money that you can get anything around twenty to thirty dollars. You should be able to get some sort of light that you can put and just think you just want it arm's length away. Like this camera is arm's length away. One arm's length. My my hand is on top of the camera now. But that's all you really want. A light that you can put that distance and it's not in the shot. Y'all can't see either either of the lights to, to, for me. I got one there, one there. But it just makes it look natural. And for y'all who are creating stuff, even if you're just doing simple videos, if you can, if you're not mm -hmm. somewhere where you got great natural light, get you a little cheap light. You know, most studios don't have great natural light. If you do, use your great natural light. But otherwise, get you a little uh, cheap light. All right. Number six, cheap thing that all artists need is business cards. Business cards. Ten dollars. <laughs> That's you it. You, what is it like? What is it like? Five thousand. You like get a million. You go to <laughs> you get a million of them. Two dollars. <laughs> No, nah, but you go to Vistaprint, like Vistaprint, if you if you like new to Vistaprint, you ain't never had business cards before. Yeah. I think you get like 500 or 200 or something like that yeah. for like 11 bucks. Yeah. 11 bucks. Mad You can design cheap. them yourself. Mad cheap. Yeah. There's no reason to not have a fucking business card in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The Vistaprint, right. that's that. They automatically, their shit is mad cheap all the time. All the time. Mad so, cheap. Damn. Yep. I gotta get I don't even be needing cards when they pop up on my Google I'll be thinking about it like do I need <laughs> business cards I still be having a thousand yep. of them on the shelf I'll be thinking maybe I need some from my video shit I be getting them for shit I don't even need sometimes cause they so fucking cheap mm -hmm. like just a shelf full yeah. of business cards about random shit like I might give me a super duty fucking business card for no fucking reason just because it's eight dollars yeah, I send them out I used to send them out with my merch I used That's, to send them out with my merch. Yeah. I, like, I would add stickers. Yeah. And then add the business card because I got the website on it, email yeah. address. You know what I'm saying? Like, got all the information on there. See? Pop it in a, pop it in an envelope. Pop it in a package. Yeah, they're cheap. $10. And it will take you years to pass mm -hmm. all of them cards out. Years. 
you know, I mean, there's so many instances where I'll, I'll meet people. And, and this is something that used to happen to us a lot at shows. I'm sure you can attest this too, where you meet somebody and I'll be like, yo, I'm a dope artist, visual artist. I promote, I do this, I do that. Someone who has a skill that we actually would want to keep in contact with, right? We're like, oh, word, I want to fuck with this guy. How do I get, oh, yo, you got a card? Nah, just go to my Instagram. <laughs> Nah, I got Twitter. just email me at youngbuddy1983456 pimphoesup sluts down at gmail.com. I'll send you some shit. I'm like, what? Too many times. Too many times. Right? You don't have a fucking card. You know, then we got the, the people who have cards, but the cards don't even say what they do. And then you forget, right. you look in your thing like, whose card is this? I don't know who this man is. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have you these cards, cards in my pocket? Just a motherfucker's name. No city. Nothing. You can't remember what city you better be in, what they do. It's just a fucking name that ain't got nothing to do with your conversation. No notes on the back, you know. Mm-hmm. Like get cards and in your first card, just make sure it got white on the back so you can write on the back. You know what I mean? Because that's important. You know, you want to be writing additional yes. information on there that people might not remember. If they were to, you know, be separated from that event they met you at. And if they want to look back, oh, who's this car? Flip it over. Oh, yeah. We talked about whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. It's simple. Yeah, because a lot of times for my business cards, I don't have my phone number on there. So in case I meet somebody that I want to give my phone number to, you know, I can write the phone number on the back of the card. But otherwise, it's just my website, email information and social information. Yeah, I do the same thing because you can't be giving everybody a number, bruh. Nah, nah, bro. <laughs> They'll be blowing you up. As soon as you write it on the card, you'll get a text like, ding, ding. Hey, man, what's good? Hey, what's good? What you doing? <laughs> Dude, I'm yeah, at the bar I just with met you. you can, I, can we part ways first? Please. Can we part ways first? Uh, when you start sending me promo and spam, oh. new album out. <laughs> just dropped a right. fire. Right. Thank you. I just met you 20 seconds ago, family. What are you doing? Get home first. All right. So that's business cards. That's number seven. Oh, no. That was number mm-hmm. six. Let's do num- number seven yeah, cheap thing that every artist needs is a business email address. No. Not your personal. Nah. Not your work joint. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I've seen that too. Yo, just email me at uh, johnsmith at kinkos.com. This <laughs> hey, is work email family. What are you doing? You know you're not supposed to give this email out uh, like that. <laughs> you know it. It's a business email. You know, it, you, it's so easy to get a uh, uh, email account now. You know, whether it's Google or you can go get some yacht, whatever the fuck. And when you name it, get something that has the name of your business in it. Now, I own domain name. If you have a website, this is made all the much easier because when you have websites in your uh, C panel, your administration panel, you can set up email addresses. So what I do is for, you know, for waitlist, they allow you to set up like three or four different email addresses so I can set up whatever blueprint at waitlist.net. And then I would take the settings from there and then I would go in google uh gmail and i would just type those settings in and then now when i log into my gmail on my phone or on my 
desktop. Now it shows me all of my email through my waitlist.net and I can reply and Mm -hmm. uh, send through there as well. And so, but you don't even have to go that far. You can just get a basic email address from any of these cheap or free places and just put your, your business name at whatever Yahoo, Gmail, whatever. It's not the Mm -hmm. best, but it does make you look way more professional than the people who are doing the shit and just giving you like, yeah, you know, whatever hot Cheetos and 40 ounces at hotmail.com. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to do with why you met him. Why is that? Cheetos why? and 40 <laughs> You don't be shit like that. They throw 837 oh, at the shit. end. You know what I mean? Or something. Like this area code. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, what? Wow. It's not very professional. I'm never going to remember this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, simple is better, man. <laughs> what can I say? Yes. It definitely is. That's number seven. Okay, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Now that my new book, The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists, has officially been released, I want to take a quick second to remind you that my first three books have officially been reprinted and are finally back in stock on waitlist.net. My first book, which is The Making of Adventures in Counterculture, is about the four-year process that it took to create my landmark album, Adventures in Counterculture. That book is officially back in stock. My second book is Word is Blog Volume 1, which is a collection of my best blogs and writing is officially back in stock. And my third book titled What a Night is a book about the worst shows of my career. And that book is officially back in stock as well. Each book is $10, but you can get all three of these books for just $25. And you can get all three of them signed exclusively at waitlist.net. If you've been thinking about picking these books up, now is the perfect time. Thank you for your support. Back to the show. To all the vinyl collectors out there, I wanted to let you know that two of my most loved albums have been repressed on vinyl. The first album is my 2014 solo album, Respect the Architect. This album features guest appearances from Count Bass D, Elogic, and Midas the Beast, and sold out a couple months after it was originally made available. It's been reprinted again on yellow vinyl, available exclusively on waitlist.net. The second album is my 2018 album, Two-Headed Monster. The album features guest appearances from Slug of Atmosphere, Wordsworth, Superstition, Mr. Liff, AC Alone, and Haslow. Its initial pressing sold out a couple months after its release as well, but has been reprinted again on clear vinyl. Both of these LPs are available exclusively on waitlist.net, so head over there and pick up a copy while supplies last. Thanks for your support. Back to the show. (laughs) All right. right. (laughs) Super Duty Tough Work. We here, man. We here. You know, we doing a damn thing. Podcasting for the world to see. I hope y'all are getting something out of this. You know. 10 cheap things every artist needs 
don't front some of y'all better have some of these and let us know as you listen to this or as you watch this on youtube wherever you can comment at let us know if you got any of these out of the 10 you know um let us know in the comments let us know which ones you think you might might pick up okay we got three more joints number eight cheap thing every artist needs square card reader explain what that is to okay, some people for those who don't know square card reader is a little small device that plugs into the end of your phone and then it has a accompanying app that allows you to accept credit card payments anywhere anytime mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why is this important blueprint because people ain't carrying cash like they used to just like you go to the bar and you want to be able to use your card people go to your shows and sometimes they want to be able to use their card too everybody doesn't want to have to go to hit the atm in years past when we were touring we first started touring we used to dream about getting credit cards at shows miss so many many. sales because it was just because we so expensive because we couldn't yeah. take credit card. Yeah. Now it's it's different. Like back then you had to go, you had to get a merchant account and one of them big joints that you sit on the tables in the in the retail outlets. And you would pay have to pay thousands mm-hmm. of dollars down and have an account and, and they cut you check your credit and all of that shit just to get the reader. Now you can get a square card reader. Number one, if you sign up for it on their website, they'll mail you one for free. If you're out of town and you lose it, they sell them at Target for $11. I've done both. If I'm at home, I'll sign up, Mm -hmm. get them to send me one. I've lost them on the road before. Damn, where can I get one? Oh, Target. Walk in Target. Whoop, whoop. $11. Back in business. Yeah, I actually have the, um, I actually got the PayPal joint. They got a PayPal version too that. Um, that goes directly Fire. into your page. You see there, you see there, folks. Flame, All flame flames. emojis, Go, free, and it's free. Cost you nothing. Let me tell y'all the difference in between having a card reader and not having a card reader at a show. From my, this is anecdotal evidence. I can't one hundred percent confirm this, but by my personal estimates, I gained at least thirty to forty percent in sales many nights. Right? Easily, there's some nights on tour where Easily. you don't get no cash no more it'd be like 80 90 100 exactly. square some cities mm-hmm. other cities you might get cash but i saw my numbers go up at least 30 percent just by having a square card reader and the cool thing with the square card reader or, or even the paypal reader um i know for the paypal one you don't even need the thing to go into your phone. You can have them type in their credit card number and you yep, can take the yep. payment that way. You know what I'm saying? And I yep, think Square is exactly. the same way that you don't even need to. Because sometimes the swipe mm-hmm. thing may not work. You may you may be having some issues with service or whatever, but you can still type that information into the app and it'll still take yeah, the credit exactly. card payment. Exactly. Yeah, shit is fire. So, like, there's no reason at this point. If you got a smartphone and you doing anything extracurricular with it, you should be and it's a, a recent smartphone in the last 10 years probably i mean shit i ain't never had nothing higher than mm-hmm. an iphone 5 or some shit i really you know what's funny the only reason i got an iphone was for the card reader 
Cause you know me, I, I was not trying to fuck with the iPhone. I had the, uh, this was back mm-hmm. in 2013, 2014. I had the, uh, the BlackBerry. I was an old school BlackBerry user, man. I was like, I'm never getting an iPhone. Then they was mm-hmm. like, oh, you gotta, you can only use that car reader with them joints or, or equipment. I was like, oh, well, fuck. I, I had, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I went on tour. Move. I had a, a BlackBerry for my personal shit and I had an iPhone just for the merch table. Just so I wasn't missing out on no fucking money. I wasn't crazy. And then right. by the end of the tour, I was like, right. well, I guess I like the iPhone now. Started digging it like, oh, because I just had data on it. I didn't have no calling plan on it. I just used use it for data. And then by the end of the tour, I was like, oh, shit. This is actually kind of fire. I made so much extra money by having card readers. And now I can't go back to life without that. Yeah, and I think they even have like if you look at the website, I think um they even have like Bluetooth joints now where you don't even gotta connect Fire. it to your phone. Like it connects by Bluetooth and I think those are like ten bucks or something. Like they got all kind Jeez. of shit now where you got no excuse to not be making yeah, no money off. Cost you shit. nothing. Cost you nothing. Mm-hmm. And in and the transaction fees that they charge you are are basically nothing compared to, you know, what you would have missed. It was like one three percent or some something like mm-hmm. that, maybe smaller. So like you can't be yeah. that, um, and and you make so much more. So if I told you, yeah, you know, you made a hundred dollars a night on the table, but if I told, oh yeah, you would have made fucking hundred and fifty if you'd had a card reader, would you get it then? Yeah, you would have got it. So don't sit at home think, oh, I'll get it. No, go get a damn card reader. Get it now, so you ain't gotta rush out to get it when you need it. You know, get mm-hmm. get ready, so you ain't gotta, or stay ready, so you ain't gotta get ready. You're telling y'all. Facts. <laughs> In other words, stay ready. Stay on your post. That's mm-hmm. number eight. Number nine. This is one we've talked about briefly on this podcast because it's become a, a, a more uh, present part in both of our lives. Number nine cheap thing that every mm-hmm. artist needs is a dry erase board. I was sleeping about for it. a long time. I was I sleep. A dry erase board is is perfect for you to write down your goals, write down your schedule for the week. I have I have two of them. I have mm. well, I actually have three. I have two small ones, which only cost me two bucks a piece at Walmart. And I got a bigger joint that cost me like ten bucks that's hanging up um, in my bedroom. And basically, I have my schedule written on one. And then I have one for like daily tasks that get added, you know, in, into my schedule that I have to write down stuff that I have to get done. And my bigger one is for, you know, bigger long term goals, you know, yeah. for what I want to accomplish this year. What you know, what I'm saying if I'm doing an album campaign, I'll map it all out on my dry erase board, all that kind of stuff like it's and then it's dry erase. So once you're done, boom, erase, rewrite, you know, what I'm saying like it's it's two two ten two to ten bucks. That's it. Cheap. It, it, that's it, it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, super cheap for what it gives you. Like you said, you mm-hmm. got two of them. I got four of them. There's one over my shoulder. Can y'all mm-hmm. see it over there on the wall down here? There's one over there that I got uh, uh, on a wall just for like so I can remember what I need to be doing when I come in here to do music because this is the room I actually create music in. Um, or when I'm finishing an album, uh, I got two in the office upstairs. I got no, I actually got five. I got one in the video room. A bigger one in there. And I got another one that I just sit on my lap during the day. I sit it on my desk so I can, you know, sketch out the ideas that I have right then and there. 
uh, before, while I'm while I'm working mm-hmm. on them and uh, or my or, or my top three, you know, for that day, like what's my top three that I get work on? Man, it's been an invaluable tool for organizing my thoughts. And I think there's something very instinctual about human beings that we need to have tactile things sometimes to reinforce uh, what we are working on and the direction we're headed. Because I like phones like anybody else. I write my rhymes on my phone, but I cannot get behind having my to do list on my phone as the only source. No. I tried it for years, failed. I never liked it. I could never get used to it. Now it's like, but when I'm writing, when my hand is moving and I'm seeing the words getting put on that paper, I'm like, yeah, it's about to go down. You know, walk past it in a room and mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like, oh shit, yeah, I gotta do that. I can't go to bed yet. I'm still working on that. Okay, that's fire. Oh man, I can't. It gets you pumped up. You look at that. You can't wait to start scratching yep. stuff off and rewriting it and starting again and sketching out your plans and your, you know, look, two dollars to ten dollars for that. Mm-hmm. Get you one. Yeah. Stop playing. Yeah. Get you a. F- get you a few. Yeah, a few. Because it's it's a great tool. Yeah, because when you get one, tool. you'll be like, man, I need two of these. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got one. Man, I yeah, just, that's why I bought two off rip. Yeah, you could, you was like, I know I'm. A that's why I bought one. two off rip. <laughs> yeah, I know I am because I got this. I got two small joints and I got a big joint. And the small ones, I was like, I know I'm gonna need two of these. Yep. You know, just to make sure you know I got the space to to create. And the thing is, too, if you if you keep your schedule and all that stuff on your phone, then you have to be in your phone. Yes. And that's where a lot of a lot of distraction is. Man, that's a bar. Because if you're looking in there for what you need to do, you're going to find something else you want to do. <laughs> so true. <laughs> that's yeah. going to distract you from what you need to uh, that's do. That's it right there, bro. So when you're looking at that, when you're looking at that dry erase board, your phone should not be in in Thank view. you. Unless unless you write it, unless you're reading rhymes off of it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like the phone is a distraction. So you never want to put things like that in your phone because it makes you have to pick up your yes. phone and look in your phone. Yeah, man. Yeah, I agree. That's an excellent point. Yeah, the phone is it didn't used to always be like that. But this this device right here, man, is trouble. <laughs> the phone is trouble. Yes. And the more disciplined you get, the more you have to admit that the phone, although well intentioned, the way that all these notifications work nowadays and you know the the, the the apps that you know quickly that you especially if you're posting you're active you're wondering are people responding am i responding am i getting back you start going down this rabbit hole and what the hell does that got to do with your long-term goals or short-term goals nothing that's just momentary exactly. distractions and so get you a dry erase board and you know come on in you know what i'm saying dry erase crew we here we waiting on y'all to join the fold <laughs> We've been holding it down. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The Dry Race Boys. Mm-hmm. It's a new rap crew. <laughs> <laughs> D-E-B. Yeah, Dry Race Boys. <laughs> that, well, that probably would be a funny ass rap name, the Dry Race Boys. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right, that's so number great. 10 cheap thing that artists need library card. This is free. This is this is straight up fucking on the library free. card. Let me tell y'all, people be asking me every day, and I thought about this today. Uh, 
print. How, how some you know, I was posting when I start posting those uh those those black and white videos of me doing the acapella verses. Quite a few times, Cass mm-hmm. was like, yo, this shit look crispy. How this look so crispy? Mm-hmm. Man, you just doing a verse. Why how it look real crispy? It sound crispy? It look good. It's black. Mm-hmm. Yo. I'm just like, yo, everything I learned about video production would not have happened without the library. There so mm-hmm. when I got sober in 2010, when I quit drinking, my decision was to find something to pour myself into. I didn't know what it was gonna be. I just was like, let me get, I never had a library card before that. Except when I was maybe four or five years old, just as a little kid, that didn't count, you know? But that was the first time I got a library card when I got sober, right? And I was like, all right, let me go in here. And I would just go down the aisles and look and see what grabbed me, what subjects grabbed me, just look and, okay, I started getting a bunch of different stuff. And then eventually I landed on like video production. I was like, let me, let me look at this book. And it was interesting. And you know how it is because you've learned it since as well. So it's like, it's a deep rabbit hole. All kind of different God, facets. It's so deep. From color to shot composition to just the art of editing mm-hmm. to to yeah, storytelling, man. visual storytelling. All of these things oh, are their man. own rabbit hole. And it's deep. But yeah. when I got to the library, all of the books were free. I was like, holy shit. They might not have all the books that Amazon has, but they got a gang of books. So like the first yeah, they book, got enough. To yeah, get they you. got enough. There's no reason you can't learn whatever the fuck it is you want to learn at the library. You know what I mean? Like they got enough on every topic. They don't got the, the newest, hottest, best sellers. And if they do, it's only one or two fucking books right. that you can never get a hold of them anyway. But the library card has been invaluable to me personally for learning alternative skills that I otherwise would not have felt like I wouldn't. There's no way I was going to spend what I ultimately spent on books when I was first getting interested in video production. No way. Oh yeah. Nah. Cause these books, these books are expensive. Yes. Like the books are not cheap. Like if you really want to, you know, if you really want to study it, like yeah. these books are not like twenty, thirty, forty dollars a book. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like th- they are not cheap at all. And like you said, there's rabbit holes. So if you just want to learn about shooting documentary, there's hundreds of books about shooting documentaries, mm-hmm. action films, hundreds of books about that, lighting, hundreds of books just about lighting. <laughs> yep. You color. know what I mean? Like yep. color kinda, theory. Oh man, color, color correction, yeah. like. All of that stuff. All of that. The, all first, of that. the first book I read on color correction, I got from the public library. I got it from the library right on Parsons Ave. I, 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 I saw it in her thing. I said, like, let me see if they got anything on color correction. Saw it, requested it. They sent it over to my local library. I went and picked that motherfucker up, man. That shit helped me so much. Like this, this journey mm-hmm. started in 2010, 2011. You know, I didn't get my first camera until 2011. But 2010, I started reading about it. And I was like, man, I might get a camera one day, you know, and photography as well. There's so many little facets of it. But this goes for anything. Whatever it is you do, the library has probably 99.9% has got a gang of books on that subject. And they can order books too. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so library card, man, it costs you absolutely nothing. And you should have one. Like whatever you do, if you oh, I'm in the audio engineering, cool, get one. Oh, I want to learn more about how to do social media, get a book that, on that. Oh, I want to learn more about how to market it. Yeah, shit. Most, at least the first five to ten marketing books I read and promotion were from the library. My shelves are thick yeah. now, but those are just my favorite books among the ones that I checked out and loved. You know what I'm saying? So like the 22 immutable yeah. laws that talk about on here, that was a library book. <laughs> that was a library book, you know, and uh, I loved it. And I was like, I got to own this book, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's that. Number 10. All right. Now we got bonus for everybody who stuck around. Bonus this long. joint. Bonus joint. You know, uh, this is something that's kind of a cheat code, but I'm going to give it to you all anyway. And this is a very uh, cheap item and it's a cooking timer. Why do I need a mm. cooking timer blueprint? Look, you can go on uh, eBay and get them little cook plastic cooking timer. I got one. I wish I had it down here. And, you know, you, when you cook in food, you just set it to like 60 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. It counts down. It beeps at the end. What I like to use it for, it only costs a couple bucks, is when I'm working on something. So let's say, for example, I'm trying to read every day for an hour or two. I'll set it to 60 minutes, sit it on the table across the room. And I'll just go. And at the end of that, beep, 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 beep. Ah, cool. Done. It's like having someone mm-hmm. there to make sure that you're on your shit. Right. The, and and the, I used to try this on the phone, as you said, with the timer app. <laughs> Once you pick up that phone. Nah. <laughs> I'm right. like, yeah, I'm answering text now. I'm checking my Instagram. <laughs> Uh, hit me back oh word what's up with you yeah uh, people say to me jokes I'm responding you know it's just not the same but the little timer is very right. cheap two to three dollars but but what you have to do if you get one you have to work your way up so what I found when I first got it is I would just set it to I couldn't just do an hour straight at nothing mm-hmm. because we all have so much going on it distracts us you got to start with like 15 minutes 10 minutes you will be surprised how long 10 minutes can last when you don't feel like doing something feels like an hour oh yeah <laughs> long yeah. ass time you looking at that timer like damn only two minutes that went by <laughs> <laughs> i've been reading this book right. forever i'm tired as hell i need I'm, i gotta pee let me go pee you gotta it's always something you gotta do instead of sitting there like somebody calling me where my phone at (laughs) (laughs) i've been sitting here for three whole minutes you know (laughs) the shit is uh you have to you have to build your skill up and what i've used the timer for the cooking timer for is just to kind of build up my discipline we talk about discipline on here a lot but building it up takes practice people tend to think Mm -hmm. oh I should have discipline already because I'm an adult. No. Did you ever practice discipline like you practice any other skill in your life? Probably not. No. Right? Like when we as a kid, the the only time we would practice discipline is being told not to do something or being made to sit in timeout or some shit. Stand in the corner, stand in the corner on punishment. That was discipline. You sit there and you don't come up to the Mm -hmm. table. 
okay, I don't want to get no whooping. But this, this is that's not really this one. That's fear induced. It ain't the same. It's, you know, you got to do it for your own right. self interest. So, but discipline is a muscle, like any other muscle. And sometimes when you don't develop it, like any other muscle, it gets weak. It atrophies. It's just not used. It gets soft. Next thing you know, two minutes feels like twenty because you ain't never sat for two minutes and been singularly focused on something. You know what I'm saying? Five minutes feels like right. an eternity. Ten minutes feels like fuck this. I'm never doing this again. But then you think, yo, that was only ten minutes. You do that for a while with a little timer. Next thing you know, you'll be a fucking beast on the discipline. That's that's I have to do it. It's 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 almost cheating, but it's not. It's just like, look, I have to I have to have something in there that keeps me accountable. Right. So that's number. Yeah, that was it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. the bonus that's joint. The bonus number joint. 10, number 11. Let me read these back to y'all. Ingrateful mm-hmm. motherfuckers, man. Y'all better be appreciating this shit. All this game, man. Yo, somebody, somebody better PayPal me something after this. <laughs> he passing the plate after this episode. We just saved y'all thousands of dollars. Thousands, bro. Come up off that. Check that bill in. All right, number one, Check, cheap things that every artist needs. Number one, USB mic. Number two, monopod, tabletop or with the tripod legs. Number three, phone mount. Number four, cloud storage. Number five, cheap light. Number six, business cards. Number seven, business email address. Number eight, square card reader or equivalent. Number nine, dry erase board number 10 library card and number 11 cooking timer and uh you know my paypal address you know, just let me know when y'all got that donation for your boy um yeah i mean what can i say you know i just saved y'all mad bread and uh you know just hit me off a little something you know what i mean it's cool it'll, it'll all i'll spend it on the podcast we ain't gonna go nowhere we ain't gonna go to vegas with that money you know and, uh, yeah that's it for this week man and uh, we'll see y'all next week and all of that good stuff Word. Word. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work, huh? <laughs>